Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews, insights, project management, leadership trainings and lessons learned from the field of healthcare to improve the delivery of your projects and business performance. And welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Tara Humphrey. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about what to do when your project suddenly stops. So at the time of recording, we are in the middle of the coronavirus. Um, I'm in the field of primary care and lots of work streams have suddenly stopped. But that does not mean that there isn't any work still to do especially if your project or your work stream is linked to a service, a contract where you have been given money to deliver on a work stream and you have to indicate um, certain measures or what you've done with that spend or what you have achieved. Sooner or later, somebody's going to ask you for that information. So don't think, oh, I don't have to do anything now. And as project managers, it is our role and hopefully people rely on us to make sure the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. So when it's all systems go again, the project manager is, you know, at the front or near to the front steering the ship um, and guiding everybody through and what they need to do in an organised manner. So I just wanted to make this quick podcast to just talk you through what I am doing and some of my other colleagues are also doing during this time. So the first factor I wanted to talk about was communication and that it is our role as project leads, as managers, as leaders to make sure everybody involved in the contract or service or project is aware that the project, the work has stopped. And in this communication, um, as much as we can, we need to make sure everybody is aware of what is expected of them. So do they have to put in one final submission? Do they have to submit um, whatever project reports? Just be very clear with them. Just because it's stopped, there may be something they need to do. If you are unclear as a project lead on what needs to be done, you know, ask the questions and keep it on your actions loggers open and make sure you are making the effort to find out so you're not stung as we move forwards. The next factor that myself and my colleagues are doing is getting ourselves organised. This is a time to go into Dropbox or Teams or OneDrive and archive and delete any documents that are no longer needed and making sure the latest information is readily available for when you need it. It's it's one of those jobs, it's a little bit boring, and it's one of those jobs we all say we're going to do. If you do have the time, now is as good a time as any, okay? And alongside organising and filing um, your key information, also just take another look at your contracts and specifications and just remind yourself on what you said you were going to do and what are the terms and conditions of that contract because as I said you're going to have to revisit it so what future submission dates even if that's a little bit murky at the moment if you know if your your schedule says you're going to have to submit something in September make sure you have that diarised and make sure that you have got a method for communicating this to your client not in September when the information is due but a little bit before then And it's about 
planning, preparation and getting people ready and making sure you know what is going on as a network lead or project manager. Okay, so we've talked about communication, we've talked about getting ourselves organised. The next factor I wanted to raise was about remaining visible. Now, what we don't want to do is bombard people with information which is not valid at the moment, but we do want to remain visible. We do want people to know that we're still in the background, we are still doing the work, we're still there. So it is about checking in appropriately, circulating information appropriately. Don't just stop. Even if you're doing the work in the background, you still need to let people know that they're there. I'm part of lots of WhatsApp groups. So every morning I'll be like, hi, client, hi, clinical director, hi, team, how are you doing? And every so often I will share, this is what I've been doing, this, you know, work behind the scenes. Um, I might circulate a newsletter, might circulate an activity dashboard, just so they can see, oh, we've still got to do that quaff submission. We've still got to do this. We've still got to do that. We've still got this desk coming up. We've still got lots of things to think about, even though it's not in the forefront of our mind, this work is going to happen and I'm grateful that I've got my project manager or network manager thinking about this um, because I know I'm going to need their help as I move forward. So it is about remaining visible but don't bombard people with unnecessary information. The next factor I wanted to discuss was, and this is specific, if you know your project is actually coming to an end. So it hasn't just come to a stop. It is actually going to come to an end and you need a written evaluation. You may not need that evaluation straight away, but you are going to have to write up the outcomes of the project. If this is you, start building that evaluation document now. Hopefully you should have your actions log, you should have your lessons log and you can start to pull that information. If you do not have that information, start to build it now and you can just reflect what has gone well since the project has started. What has gone well? What have we achieved? If I was to do this again, what would I do differently? What has not gone so well? Where are we with the finances? Start to pull that information now. I think when this is the time, regardless of where you work, if you don't have to do it, you have to pull on that resilience, pull on that kind of self, you know, self-determination, that drive that makes you want to be the best at your job and start doing the stuff now that people aren't asking you to do. So start building that evaluation document. You don't need it just yet, but then when you do need it, you're three quarters of the way done. No one's asking you to tidy up and archive all of the information in your computer files, but you're going to do that because that is what an efficient and effective and an intentional project lead, project manager, network manager does. The final factor I wanted to raise is that if you've done all the other points and you're all organised and you're up to date and you're communicating appropriately and you're getting one step ahead, one thing you could start to think about is where are those areas that could be better? Don't create a huge, massive project for yourself because it's likely that people are not have not got the headspace and the mindset to be able to be thinking about that stuff. But what stuff can you do to make those systems and processes better? Because you know you're going to be really, really busy. In the next few months, life is going to change again and all of a sudden they're going to need you more than ever. So what little systems and processes and tweaks can you start to make now that will make your life easier? 
So it may be your communication channels. It may be how you circulate your dashboard or your newsletter, maybe your project management tool. As a really small example, our team now use Slack. We didn't used to. We used to do everything on WhatsApp. That was a small change that we could start to put in that wouldn't make we weren't doing that in the height of being really, really busy. Um, I'm also thinking about coming off Dropbox and just using the online storage provided by Microsoft Office. So I'm using this time to think about what improvements can I make before it gets really busy and I'm still working with systems that I have to consciously make a workaround because they're no longer efficient. This is the time to do that. So I hope that's given you a few ideas. I hope that is helpful. Um, Let me know how you get on. And as always, I would ask if you like and share it on social media and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and we hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, we would love it if you left us an iTunes review or if you comment, like and share it on our social media channels. You can find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care and on LinkedIn, just look for Tara Humphrey. So the Business of Healthcare podcast is being brought to you by THC Primary Care. We are a project management company specialising in the development of primary care networks, GP federations and training hubs. If you need support or you are looking for advice on how to progress one of your initiatives, please drop us an email so I can arrange a call with you so we can discuss this further. Our email is admin at thcprimarycare.co.uk. We've been helping primary care networks with their development plans, helping them to make the most of their network meetings, sharing training resources. We've had questions like what do we include in a project plan? We have implemented network-based contracts across GP federations. We also support the day-to-day operational management of training hubs and have also got experience in setting them up from scratch. If we can't help you, we definitely know some people who will be able to help you, so please do get in touch. And that's just to remind you, our email address is admin at thc primarycare.co.uk or come and find us on www.thcprimarycare.co.uk and in the meantime please tune in to the next episode of the business of healthcare podcast